Hey friends, my name is Becky Kopitsky, and this is the Inspired Business Podcast, where we talk all about how to earn a God-honoring income from your creative work so that you can serve more people in less time and sustain your message financially. In this show, you'll discover smart and biblically sound strategies for growing your reach, promoting your content, honing your craft, and building a business that's based on your top priorities of family and faith. Together, we're going to boost your influence and your income so you can keep changing the world one conversation at a time. I am so glad you're here. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Inspired Business Podcast. Today is a very special episode. Soups special. (laughs) That is not a cool word, by the way when you are the mom of a teenager. My guest today, I'm, I've got a guest today, everybody. This is really exciting for me because my guest is my teenage daughter, Clara. Clara, say hello to everyone. Hi. Okay, so we were practicing before we got on Hit Record, and she was asking, how do I do this? Where do I talk? And I said, just be yourself. And then I said, just totes be yourself. And she was like, totes, really? So I have phrases that I use that I think are cool, and now I just use them to sort of harass Clara and her friends, because apparently they are not 2023 cool. They were like, what, like 1997 cool? (laughs) Something like that, yeah. (laughs) Okay, so not that long ago, Clara and I went, we were just, what were we doing, thrifting? Oh, this story... (laughs) (laughs) I pulled out this really cute dress and I said, Clara, this is awesome. This would be awesome for homecoming. And what did you say? Yeah, like in 2007. Yeah, okay. 2007 does not sound that long ago to me, (laughs) but it was the year you were born. It was almost 20 years ago, if you think about it. Oh my goodness. No, it wasn't. Don't say that. It was the year you were born and you are, okay, currently as we are recording, you are how old? 15. But what's coming up soon? What are you what are you totes soups looking forward to? <laughs> Getting my driver's license. Yes. And all of the mamas had a collective freak out. Driving. She's driving. She's a good driver. Clara is a you're Clara, you're a good driver. So we're excited for you to have your license. Yes, I'm glad you agree. (laughs) So Clara is on with me today because we are talking about entrepreneurship as a parent and entrepreneurship as a child. If you have ever wondered, am I messing up my kids because I work from home, because I'm pursuing my own dreams, because sometimes I'm at my computer while they're watching TV, (gasps) is that okay? Clara is here to tell you. Perhaps it is, perhaps it's not. (laughs) She's going to tell it to us straight. So we're going to have a little conversation today from the child's viewpoint. Now, Clara's almost 16 years old. I have been basically working from home as a writer, as a coach now for her whole life, basically. Right? Wouldn't you say, sweetie? So I started my blog when you were only four years old. I don't know if you know that. And I wrote my first book. I was writing it actively when you were in second grade. You remember that? Because Clara's sister, Noelle, she was a preschooler and I still had to have a babysitter come a couple days a week so I could get some writing time. And that was the year that I wrote my first book, The Supermom Myth, mostly on Saturdays when dad took you and Noelle to go hang out at grandma's or out for ice cream or whatever. And I 
got to write my book. So you were small when I first started this author career. So you have really only ever known me as a stay-at-home yet working from home kind of mom. So what are your some of your earliest memories of me working from home? Um, I mean, a lot of them just involve like, I guess just like coming home from school, especially like preschool, kindergarten, like coming home from school and you would just be there. Like, hmm. I remember I when I was younger, I mean, I still do it to this day. Like, I'll come home from school and I'll just go and sit down in the office. Yeah. And like, now we actually have a chair for me because I've been doing that for so long. But like, <laughs> yes. when I was younger, I would just go and like, stand by your desk and just talk to you. And like, that's one of the earliest things I remember because I remember... um one of the big things when I was really little is when we moved your big desk upstairs from you originally had in the basement. And yeah. I remember that was a really big thing. But I, that mean, I was upstairs among the like, living for like four year old me, at least like it was yeah. a big thing to move up the desk because <laughs> now Dude. it was like, oh, my goodness, like mom's working upstairs now. <laughs> like, Yeah, I, it's true, because when you were small, small. I, my office was in the basement because we needed a nursery for Noelle. So you girls had the upstairs bedrooms and we were in a smaller house then. So I was in the basement. And for me to, you know, sort of find freedom from the basement, I think I've always, tell me if this is true, but I have always made it a priority for you girls to be able to access me while I'm working. Oh, yeah, definitely. Even when, would you say even when, so one of our longtime nannies, Miss Debbie, she was a retired third grade teacher, and she was with the girls for four years, all the way up until they were both in full-time school. And so wouldn't you say, even when Miss Debbie was there, right, you could still walk in and ask me questions, or it was never like, leave mom alone, was it? No, not really. I mean, there would be some days that I would come in and ask a question, and you'd be like, I'm working, go ask Miss Debbie. <laughs> Like, <laughs> it was usually something like, can I have a grilled cheese? Well, yes. But, the ba- but that's what you. the babysitter's here for. <laughs> yeah, there are times, right? So there's a little bit of training and that, well, mom is home and mom is accessible, but mom wants you to learn to be independent or to ask Miss Debbie for help because sometimes mom's work means I'm here, but I'm not fully here, right? Yeah. So how what did how did that make you feel? Did you ever feel and be honest, I've never asked you this question. Did, did that ever make you feel like uh, mom was putting you off or like um I was not actually accessible to you? Not really. I mean, I feel like the first couple times it kind of did cuz I was like, "Whoa. This is weird." Like I go in and ask mom a question and like she doesn't answer it or like she gives me an answer that she doesn't normally give. Which was like a little bit weird at first, but then I feel like eventually as I got older, I just kind of started to realize like, okay, mom's working, go ask the babysitter, ask dad, or figure it out yourself. Like, (laughs) I always went through those three things before I like actually came in and asked you because like, especially now that I'm getting older, like I can do things myself. I can make my own lunch. Like I can like... I can do a lot of things that I wasn't able to do when I was younger. So like now as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, yeah, like there's no point in asking mom because you can just do it. 
there's some value in that, though, isn't there? The fact that you learned from an early age how to be independent and kind of problem solve for yourself. Yeah, for sure. Right. I don't. We never left you unsupervised, especially at a young age, right? So you you had babysitters and that kind of a thing, but. Um, now, especially I'd say this really comes into play in the summertime, right? That's when everybody's home. Yeah. And we just learn a new dynamic of, you know, when mom is working, you'll usually ask me, you and Noelle will both ask me, are you working today? What do you have on your schedule today? So we could kind of figure out our calendar or when everybody has to be quiet because I'm recording a podcast or something like that. But is it, is that, is there, are there obstacles to that? Now at your, you know, in your teen years that you feel like puts a cramp in your style at all, because both now and we'll talk about this in a minute, but both dad and I both work from home. So you've got to work around both of us sometimes having calls, sometimes, you know, having um, online meetings or anything. But do you feel like that limits you in any way? I wouldn't say it necessarily limits me. Um, I mean, obviously, because I can't legally drive by myself. Um, sometimes it can kind of, yep, yep. (laughs) Legally. Legally. (laughs) I can, just not legally. Um, (laughs) Well, I guess I just feel like sometimes, like, especially during the summer or like on the weekend, I'll be like, hey, can I go hang out with like a friend or like, can I go do this or this? And sometimes it just is a matter of you can, but when I'm done with this. And so- Like, sometimes it's just a matter of, like, just figuring out when and not necessarily if. That's a good point. That's a good point. But we do all try to work around each other's schedules, right? Because it is still a priority. Dad and I are both still here. It's a priority for us that you are able to do your activities. But you're right. Sometimes if it's just, you know, I want to go to my friend's house, well, I have two calls, so I can't drive you there till after, right? So let's talk about when... You were younger and we had babysitters like Miss Miss Debbie, right? What do you remember about those babysitters? Because before we had Miss Debbie for a series of four years, we had a lot of college students kind of coming and going per semester. What do you remember about those sitters? And then what would you say were the pros and cons of having those nannies come into the house? One thing that I remember is, especially when I like started preschool and kindergarten and Noelle was still home and we still had like babysitters to like watch her. Um, Mm -hmm. I remember I would like come home from school and they would be like sitting in the living room playing with her and I'd be like, yay, like the babysitter's here because they weren't here every day. And so I was like, yay, like I get to play with them. Like, obviously, because I was like six, but Mm -hmm. like, I mean, I guess some of the pros of that was just honestly just having someone different because like. Mm -hmm. Because, like, mom and dad are great, but sometimes it's just nice to have, like, a different face and, like, to have someone else to, like, actually, like, play with and to actually, like, hang out with you. Mm -hmm. And then also that was probably a pro for you, too, because, like, you get to work. (laughs) It was. was, And and I I like that that's your perspective because their job, of course, was to play Mm -hmm. with you. And, And I always made it that way. For us, the babysitters were never there to clean the house or to help with laundry or anything. Their jobs when we brought them in was to keep you girls entertained and safe and fed and all of that. And they did a beautiful job with it. But I'm glad to hear that it was actually fun for you to have some influences outside of mom and dad who were there to play games or to, you know, to to keep you occupied and some of them to be mentors in your life. I remember yeah. even at that young age, many of them were mentors for you. You might not even remember that, but 
um, so I guess from my point of view, I was in my head, I was a stay at home mom, but I had some work to do also. You know, not full time back in those years, but as a stay at home mom, sometimes I would have guilt over the fact that I had work to do and I had to relinquish you to a babysitter. So I love hearing that you thought that was a benefit. Oh, yeah, definitely. There are some pros to having someone else to play with or someone else to hear from or somebody else's imagination or, you know, game ideas to keep you occupied. So for moms out there who are feeling guilty because you are, I guess, handing your kids over to another caregiver from time to time, there are pros to that. There are some benefits. So let's talk more about frustrations as you've grown up, because as you know, and I work on this, but I do tend to get wrapped up in my work because I love my work. I love writing. I love coaching. But my heart, it's always to be present for you and your dad and Noel. But I admit, you know this, sometimes I can be distracted by my deadlines or by my brain. So have there been frustrations for you when it comes to my role as a work from home business owner, just in the fact that my attentions are sometimes divided? How does that come across for you? I guess sometimes, like, I'll be able to notice, like, I've gotten better at, like, noticing when you're, like, when you have a lot of work on your plate, because, like, I guess you'll just, like, I don't mean this in a bad way, but, like, you'll just look distracted. Like, I can just tell that you're distracted with something else. Like, I'll ask you a question, and you'll say, huh, or what, like, five times before you actually (laughs) get the question. I'm sorry. Um. But, like, it's not a super big frustration. It's just sometimes, like, I'll know that you have a big project that you're working on or, like, you just, like, have a lot to work on. And so, like, when stuff like that happens, I just, like I said earlier, like, I just figure it out myself. Or, like, if I need to get somewhere and I don't have a ride... I'll just like go down and ask dad knowing like if he doesn't have a call or if he doesn't like have a busy schedule that day and I know that you're like working on a big project I'll just go ask him first knowing that he's Mm. less stressed (laughs) (laughs) and can actually get away from his work a little bit easier. Yeah. So let's let's talk about that because dad is also a work from home entrepreneur. Mm. So um Everyone, my husband, he runs his own recruiting consulting firm. He used to go to an office to work. He worked for a state university for about 12 years. He did that when both you and Noel were born. Um, And then for many years, he worked outside of the house until about six years ago. Then he left his job to pursue his own business full time. And do you remember that transition? Do you remember how dad tells the story? Um, So... It used to be that we would wave out the window to him when he would leave for work or in summertime, we would chase him down the driveway and wave and say, bye, dad. Have a good day at work. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Remember that? (laughs) Those were great memories. But then when he started working from home, instead, I was driving you to school and suddenly dad was the one standing, waving out the window. I do remember that. Yeah. Have a good day at school. (laughs) So let's talk about advantages, advantages to having entrepreneurial parents. What would you say have been some good things about having mom and dad running their own businesses, especially businesses from home? What are some of the positives there that you can think of? I mean, you're home. Like you said, like you work from home so that like you're, you're home. Like you're not 
always like at work or you don't like call us saying oh sorry I have to stay an hour later or something like that and so like unless you have like an in-person meeting with someone or like I know that you're going to meet with a friend or something like and like I just know that when I get home from school you'll be there and so like what does that mean to you what does that mean anything in particular to you because honestly you've never known any different yeah really I mean like I like I said earlier like I always just go and talk to you like yeah I could literally sometimes I'll just go and sit in the office and like just go on my phone and do nothing like I won't talk to you I won't do anything I'll just sit there and so I guess just like Especially after like a long day of high school, like just mm-hmm. coming home and just knowing that you're going to be there. Sometimes that's just comforting, just knowing that mm-hmm. I'm going to have you there, stressed or not, like you're you're still there. <laughs> I Well, I so appreciate that, sweetie, because I will tell you, I love it when you come home from school. It's one of the best p- parts of my day. So uh, now Noelle, our, our 12-year-old turning 13, she, she's in seventh grade and she is homeschooled this year. So Noelle is always home, which I love. But when you come home, that's a special time of day for everybody. Well, for Noelle, because she knows when you come home, that means now she can watch TV. Otherwise, I don't let her watch TV until you're home from school. I'm but, so I'm so glad that's why she's excited to see me. That, that, yeah. that brings so much comfort into my life, knowing oh, that she, she loves me like that. She loves you dearly. <laughs> she really does love you dearly. You know that. But yay, Clara's home. I can watch TV. So, which is usually going to be some snake video on YouTube, right? So... I, I do love when you come home and knowing that you're here and we're all home together, even if I have to wrap up some work, right? The fact that we're all together, that to me is, that's special because, you know, not every family wants to operate that way, right? Um, and not every family, family can operate that way. But because our situation is me working from home, you are still able to come home and, and see me or, you know, on a really good day, I'll have made cookies or something, but eh, most days, no. <laughs> I got calls and stuff. But really, do you remember when before we had the chair, we had that exercise ball and you would just come sit in front of my desk and bounce up and down on the ball and we would talk about your day? I love that chair. I know. Where did it go? It's in the I basement. Think we lost it in our move. Is it? It's they're both in the basement. Oh, we should bring it back up. But we don't it, have any room it, anymore though. I Noelle's know. Desk. I know. I know. So Noelle does her schoolwork lately. She's been doing it here in my office. So we work together. We work together during the day. So, but so really, we're talking like the the convenience of knowing mom and dad are here, and and we have more flexibility in our schedule, don't we? Yeah, you know, for sure. To to be able to do things for and with each other. But is there anything that you can say you've learned by watching us that you want to emulate in your own life? It takes a certain kind of personality and perseverance to run your own business. So would you say, even with all of the the deadlines that that requires and the sometimes stress that that requires and sometimes the distractions in my own head or your dad's own head, there are, there are positives, right? We hope yeah. that we are also imparting certain life lessons or characteristics about um, you know who we are and who you have the potential to be based on the fact that we are pursuing our own dreams. So what by watching us would you want to incorporate into your own life? I mean, you mentioned the word earlier, but like perseverance and also problem solving. Because like you especially having all of your stuff online, like 
sometimes something won't go right or you might oh i don't know lose a document and so oh my <laughs> goodness just this morning i lost a book proposal everybody it was sad and i was sobbing it was not a good picture it's while we're recording this it's still christmas break and so i will tell you clara missed most of it because she was still asleep good girl good girl because i was a total hot mess this morning <sighs> Don't do what I did. I lost a document. I can't even explain to you how we lost it. It was a f almost a completed book proposal. And I went to open up the file and it was gone. But it's problem solving, now. right? It's back now. <laughs> problem solving saves the day. <laughs> or a really good IT guy in your pocket. So who does the problem solving for you? But you're right. I mean, we don't have a staff of people to depend on, right? So mm -hmm. We've got to do the work, and that means we've got to figure out how to do the work. Yeah. And that's something that's good for everybody, I think, to learn how to be troubleshooters, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? Yeah. Anything else? I mean, like I said, like perseverance and like all that stuff. And also like diligence, like getting your work done. Like mm -hmm. I know that there have been nights, especially during like when we were in isolation, like quarantine, mm -hmm. I remember there would be nights I would stay up doing math and you were working and we were probably like until two in the morning like <laughs> that was back when I did math for fun um <laughs> I remember that um but like I would just be up like with you and like you would just you would just be determined to get your work done and like that's one of the things that really stuck with me because I was like oh my gosh she actually likes what she's doing like she actually wants to do some good with it like especially for like going into the future and like college and careers and stuff like that like finding something that I love and sticking with it because mm. like obviously that's what you're doing now like you love writing you love helping people through like your ministry and stuff like that and so just like stuff like that just like finding something that you love I think there are a lot of people out there who have a dream in their heart and are afraid to pursue it have you learned anything about pursuing your dreams from watching Dad and me? Definitely. You've both like worked so hard on all the stuff that you've done. And I know that a lot of it is because like you have a like especially you, like you have a dream to reach people through like your books and you have a like you have a dream to reach people like and help them with their businesses so that they can in turn help other people. And so like knowing that you like want that you do it to help people and stuff like that mm. that makes me happy okay so last question because you actually have to get going to go to noelle's horse riding lesson i Dan. do yeah super fun you get to go watch her do horses today so in general as a kid who was raised by a work from home business owner crazy creative type brain mom you are pretty crazy sometimes I am. Just so true. <laughs> thought I would throw that little comment in there for you. Thank you. She knows me. She knows You're me welcome. well. What would you say to other moms who are worried that they will impact their families negatively by pursuing their dreams? I don't think it's really possible to impact them negatively. Like, hmm. I mean, yes, is it possible? In your head, it might be. But... Like, in the physical world and for, like, your family, for your kids, it won't all be negative. They'll learn something, you think? Exactly. Positives from it? And like mm. what I said earlier, like, yeah, there are times when I know, like, don't go talk to mom. 
she's working like don't go talk to her she'll <laughs> yell at you she won't actually she won't actually but she'll be like don't talk to me right now um like you're in the headlights yeah. yeah yeah but um like regardless it'll still it'll still be a good thing like your kids will learn from you they'll learn like like i said problem solving perseverance determination like stuff like that and also like in the end if it's what if it's your dream and if it's what you love doing then do it mm. Yeah, especially if you're being called by God, right? He gives us opportunities to play a lot of different roles in life. And I just love knowing that the role he's called me to is one that has also benefited the family and not harmed the family, because it is a big concern we all have. So I just appreciate you speaking into this today, Sweet Pea. Thank you for being here with me. Of course. Your very first podcast interview. So exciting. <laughs> and everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. And um, I look forward to talking with you more about my family in coming weeks because we just got a second microphone and so we can do this now. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next time. Hey, friends, thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Business Podcast. If this episode inspired you or helped you in some way, would you consider sharing it with a friend? If you know somebody who could use a little boost in their own business, whether it's an online colleague or an in-real-life friend, I'd be honored if you pass along this podcast to bless them. It's like I've always taught my kiddos, sharing is caring, and it helps me encourage more people, which is a pursuit God has laid on my heart. So thank you. Together, we can help more Christian voices speak up, serve people, earn an honest income, and change the world. Until next time, bye-bye.